Welcome back to Line Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander, and typically this is a place where we bring together the world's leading experts on all things health and wellness to help y'all optimize your mind, body, and movement. And uh, we've been doing these solo episodes, which is what this is. Today, I'm going to get into a question that I get fairly regularly on Instagram uh, or social media. It's at Align Podcast. If you guys do have any questions or comments or ideas or anything, feel free to reach out about the sound equipment that I use for this podcast, kind of like the origin story, what I got started with, and also a bit on the evolution of this podcast over that time frame. Uh, because of y'all, we've been, we spent last month, like a, a week, we were at number one in nutrition in all of iTunes, which is pretty good. And it's because of y'all, because of y'all sharing, uh, subscribing to this is very helpful. And yeah, it's just amazing that you guys are like tuning in and telling your friends. It's awesome. Um, and I also want to get into kind of like the nitty gritty of actually interviewing people on this. I almost called them patients, uh, people on this program. And some of like the thoughts and kind of intentions of, of going into interviews and some kind of like what I deem to be tricks of sorts to, to help make the conversation be better. Uh, so first thing, going to get down to the nitty gritty of the equipment that I use. Presently, I'm talking to you in a Blue Yeti microphone. Uh, most of my stuff is pretty cheap. My whole setup, you know, minus the computer, obviously, uh, is like under a thousand bucks. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, you think it'd be good for your brand or you're selling widgets or whatever, and uh, or you want to create community or what have you, uh, it's it doesn't cost a ton. Uh, I'm by no means an expert on podcast equipment. I'm literally just going to tell you exactly what I use and uh, my experience with it. I don't have any affiliation with any of the companies I'm about to mention. I'm literally just like looking down at my crap about to tell you what it is. And then I'm also going to do a blog that includes all of the links and details for all of this stuff. So if you have interest in starting a podcast, uh, you can just jump on there, press on the links, get the crap going, and Bammo, you're off to the races. So first thing, I'm talking to you in a Blue Yeti microphone. Like I said, this is probably maybe like 110 bucks on the internet. Maybe $99, I bet, is what it costs for some arbitrary number like that. And interesting sound quality. I'm not going to go through the details of it. That's just what I use. Blue Yeti microphone. Uh, and then for the interviews, I used to actually use a Blue Yeti microphone when I very first started. I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, it's much better to have the each person have their own mic and have it be as close to their face as possible. So not get like ambient noise and all that stuff. So I presently use, holding my hands, the uh, Audio-Technica headset mics. It says BPHS1 on the title. I don't know if that actually is meaningful, but Audio-Technica headset mics. I think these are about 200 bucks a piece. I use a Zoom H6 Handy Recorder which is, it has like four slots for different microphones and whatnot. It's like, it's kind of fancy. It's unnecessary to get this version. You could get a lesser version for a lesser price. Uh, but we'll leave the cost of these guys in the, in the show notes. But I, I think this was maybe 350 bucks, maybe 400 bucks. wasn't crazy. And then I use, it's called a Behringer Microamp which connects all of these, all of your headsets or microphones uh, so that you'll be able to hear through, if you're using headsets, uh, you'll be able to hear the people talking. You're gonna need one of these if you do that. I think that's all I'm gonna say about that. The thing that I will do as far as preparation for guests 
First of all, guests really like it when you read their book. Uh, I can say that because I am an author and I go on people's podcasts and you can tell someone made an effort to read the book. And uh, so if you are hosting a podcast, make an effort to at least know enough to be able to fake that you read the book. You don't need to lie and say that you did read the book, but at least be able to pull some details and have a general synopsis of it. Uh, It's very polite. People will like that. What I end up doing is I will at least go through their book and I will, uh, not 100% of the time, and sometimes things happen last minute or whatever, but go through it and then I will listen to at least three to five conversations with them on different podcasts. And as I'm listening to those, I'm listening in particular to specific details about uh, sometimes like their past, their childhood, uh, details like that, that they might be almost like surprised that I know. All of those little details are mean big time points for rapport building when you meet the person. People like people that care about them. And so when you are doing a conversation with somebody and you have that opportunity that someone's sharing their time, which is the most precious resource they have access to, if they can see anything that you can do for them to know that you gave shits about this is going to be valuable and they're going to care more deeply about you, maybe be your friend in the future or whatever, and also just care about the interview. As I'm listening to those, I will take notes on any, any of those things as I hear them on podcast interviews, as I hear, I hear them get unfurled. And um, I will also be listening to, first of all, just like, what am I interested in? So it's very important that this podcast stays interesting to me or, you know, it just wouldn't have any life. And so that's an important thing is like, what's actually turning my wheels in this? Because I'd imagine if it turns my wheels, then it'll probably turn, you know, at least another million people's wheels out there could be of interest to in the same way or similar way. So I have to be genuinely excited about it. What I would typically do is I would take two pages of notes was the max that I, I used to do. This was like my old, old patterning. It's, it's kind of evolved since then. But I would take handwritten notes because I just liked writing you know, by hand. And then I would have a maximum of about two pages of notes for what I could have for, for like content or questions during the podcast interview. And then the night before, I would oftentimes, sometimes I'd smoke weed to be honest, and um, I do like yoga and, you know, kind of just like think on, maybe I take a walk and think on, meditate on what it is that it feels like the guest would like to say in his interviews that perhaps she or he is you know, not typically able to say and trying to really listen in and feel into what is it that this person is really inspired by. And it might not be their book anymore. Uh, Their book might just be something that they're selling or their product or whatever. Typically underneath the product and and underneath or within the book or within the product, uh, there's a deeper message that the person is really inspired by. And so through that research, and then also through getting out of the way of my own self uh, by putting down the notebook and putting down the podcast and all that stuff, work on feeling into what that message is. And then going into the actual conversation, um, I've done the preparation of reading their stuff, listening to their podcasts, taking more like intellectual kind of notes uh, and having those as backup questions. And then also kind of like burning metaphorically those notes and just feeling into the person. And then babango, we're off to the races for a conversation 
when I first started this thing, I started doing it on Skype predominantly. And that was terrible. If you listen back, I don't recommend it. But the earlier conversations, a lot of those are digital. When you're doing digital conversations, in my opinion, you are in part missing an opportunity to create much deeper levels of rapport with a human that you value and respect in the world. So if you're going to do a podcast, in my opinion, what I learned after doing the Skype for like, I don't know how long, maybe like a year and a half or so, or maybe almost two years after doing that, and then transitioning into in-person interviews, first of all, I was intimidated by it first because I didn't have my notes sitting in front of me and I had to wear pants. It was like a whole awkward thing. I'm like not, not in my office in Oregon anymore. I'm like with the person, which, you know, that like made me uncomfortable because it was a transition at first. And then after that, I became addicted to it because I realized, oh my God, I'm like really connecting with these people. You know, we're like becoming friends in this process of recording this conversation, which is really what this is about. I would say this podcast in large part, the actual audio recording is like a, is like a, a byproduct of my experience with creating a relationship with people that I value. Uh, so if a person is doing a podcast and you're only doing it digitally, it's fine. But I think that it's impossible to get the same level of connection and authentic, maybe not authenticity, but connection for sure with a person face to face versus in between two screens on Skype. You know, so I would do my dangdest to get in front of people if you are doing a podcast yourself. Oh, the other thing. Uh, so when I'm doing conversations with people, uh, this could relate to anything, a date or anything. I am aware, almost vigilantly aware of set and setting, which is kind of ironic because there's a siren going by as we're saying this. But so set and setting is huge, not just with psychedelics, but with any interaction because you are essentially tuning the person's nervous system as they're coming into your environment. So a fancy unnecessary term for this is called embodied cognition. We talk about the Align Method book. And we, when we are in a environment that feels warm, like literally temperature warm, then we end up perceiving the people in it, including ourselves, to be a little bit more warmer and open. If we're in a really cold place with like rigid tile on the ground and no rugs or carpets or any soft pillows and it feels echoey and then you will perceive that place to be cold and rigid and stiff and the people in it all of a sudden will also begin to, to uh, fit within that filter. So when people come over or if I go to them, well, just starting off when people come over, we will go through some like breath work stuff to kind of like soften things up. We will always have some kind of hot tea available. Um, I'll typically take them through like some like acro yoga thing or something like that. Literally stretching their bodies out, twisting, turning, going through breath. Um, I have a cold plunge at my place, so I will oftentimes see if they're willing to dunk themselves in there, which is fun. So that creates like a peak experience for the person before the conversation, uh, which just puts their mind into a, an interesting, like open, excited place, which is fun to capture a conversation right at that point. And then we record inside of a sauna, again, more embodied cognition stuff. So we're in the sauna, we just had this peak experience, we breathe, we stretched, we're open, and then oh, we can just oh, chill and relax. And Boom, then I have the microphones there to capture the conversation that spills out of that body or that mind that's in that warm, open, more uh, hopefully expansive place. 
So that's a big deal. I think that that, even if you're not interested in doing a podcast yourself, I think just being cognizant of uh, the environment that you yourself inhabit because you are continually affecting the way that you perceive yourself based off of your environment. And uh, people are also the same way, perceiving you in such a way based off of that. Uh, So start paying attention to the clothing that you wear when you are meeting a certain person. There's some people that will respond really good to certain outfits. There's some people that will respond, you know, really good or worse to other ones. So if you're meeting up with somebody new for a podcast interview, for example, be aware, is it a somewhere that someone that really values people dressing kind of snappy and sharp and all that? Or is it somebody that's more like a beach bro dude? Or is it somebody that is, you know, you know, you know what I'm getting at? Whoever, whatever the person, style of person you're seeing, uh, be cognizant of kind of like subtly skewing your own personal style towards the space that you're in. That wouldn't necessarily mean like changing your style up entirely per se, maybe it would be, but just be aware when you're going into a place, you're kind of like in neurolinguistic programming talk, it's called pacing, or you could also call it mirroring. Mirroring is a little bit more of a creepy, creepy word for that. But people really appreciate people that they recognize and people that they recognize remind them of themselves. If you come in and it's, you're, you're too different, sometimes that can be, it can be fine. Sometimes maybe the person that you're seeing might appreciate people that are like really, really different or, you know, your brand or personality or whatever is like, that's what it's about is being different. It's not about being a chameleon and being flexible and adaptable. It's more about standing your ground and that. So be specific to your own situation with these things. Uh, but just be aware. Is there anything else? I guess I should add that uh, I do video for this podcast as well, and I outsource that. So I hire a videographer, and they do all the B-roll and footage and interview and all that stuff, and that is on YouTube. Most of them, not all of them are on YouTube, Uh, but a lot of these conversations are on YouTube, and we also do uh, a new video around either self-care or movement uh, each week. Uh, that is also included in the newsletter. So I think that's that's pretty much it. I thank you guys so much for tuning into this solo discussion about my sound equipment and thoughts and feelings upon going into a podcast. I appreciate you subscribing, uh, sharing, telling your friends about all this stuff. Hopefully this was helpful beyond just podcast people. It's really just about having a conversation, connecting with people, creating rapport. Thanks so much for grabbing the Align Method online program. Uh, it is a seven-day free trial. If you guys have any types of aches and pains in your body, if you got forward head posture, if your shoulders roll forward, if you feel kind of brain foggy and hazy and low energy, or uh, even if sleep is, is an issue, uh, all of these conditions or situations are also physically associated. And the Align Method online program gets directly into how to unwind those patterns that end up stopping the circulation of energy, blood, lymphatic fluid, all of the fluids that move through our body that keep us healthy and well. So it gets into lifestyle stuff, gets into morning routines and evening routines and self-care and all the things. Also comes with the Align Band, which is a heavy-duty resistance band Uh, with a door anchor and a video guide on how to use that thing. And thank you guys for grabbing the Align Method book. It's anywhere 
uh, books are sold. It's been a number one bestseller on the Amazon and people have been digging that. So thank you for your reviews on that. Thank you for reviews on this podcast. Thank you for enjoying your life. And I will see y'all next Monday with a new episode.